Hello again, and welcome to the Mass Hire Holyoke Career Corner. My name is Bud Delphin, and it's my pleasure uh, to let you know that today we will be talking with Frank Martinez, the Executive Director of Enlace de Familias, which is located at 299 Main Street in Holyoke. Frank will be talking about the services provided by Enlace de Familias, and in particular, the community, the community empowerment initiative that Enlace de Familias is leading. And just a reminder that before we start today's conversation with Frank Martinez, please remember that Mass Hire Holyoke's Career Counseling Services and Resource Center are still located in our offices at 850 High Street here in Holyoke. A summary of our services is available on the Mass Hire Holyoke website at masshireholyoke.org. Welcome, Frank. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you for having me, bud. Excited. Okay. Uh, for non-Spanish speakers, what does Enlace de Familias mean in English? So it just means family link, so a way to link families together. Mm, okay. I know people often ask me that question. I want to be sure I can answer it properly. I get it every time I have to <laughs> give my email out. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, can you please provide an overview of Enlace de Familias and its mission? Of course. So, like um, but just stated, um, we're located on um, 299 Main Street in Holyoke. Um, Enlace has been there for the past 30 20, 20 years, 30 years coming this year. So in October would be 30 year anniversary. Wow. Um, and at the core of our mission is the desire to develop, lead, and promote organizing efforts in Holyoke and its neighborhood and in its neighboring cities. We believe that the residents of Holyoke, especially those in most underserved communities, should be at the forefront of shaping their own dis dis destiny. And that means that, for example, putting out um, registered vote um, tables, ensuring that individuals have um, their voice are being heard. About Holyoke and looking at ways to create leaders so then they can kind of form their own destiny, right? Um, and that's what we do with adults and youth. Okay, wow. Yeah, so you provide a number of services, including literacy support, health and food information, referrals, training, educational programs, youth services, and more, as you were just explaining. Can you please describe the facility itself and how folks can access what you provide? Of course. So, again, at um, 299 Main Street, what we typically do, we're a little family resource center. There's around 36 throughout the state. Um, mm -hmm. We have one in Springfield, one in West Springfield here in Western Mass. Um, and our uh, facilities are kind of shaped to ensure that families have access to childcare while they're um, receiving our services. Mm -hmm. They have family support specialists on site that help you kind of navigate this, the, resource, the resources around Holyoke. We have our, um, once you, right when you come in through the office on the left, you'll find our House of Colors initiative, which is an LGBTQ safe space for individuals 14 to 23. And the goal there is to provide you with space that you can go relax. You make your own rules in that space to ensure that you can kind of um, raise your voice and um, talk to others that are maybe going through the same thing you're going through. In addition, we also have our victim services and we also have a, a big space for anybody in the community who wants to provide free services to the community can just call in Lasse at 413-532-9300 and reserve the space. Um, we also sometimes cater to them. So if they need food, if they need childcare, if it's a service that's free for the community, we can probably provide a support to ensure that individuals who attend have that possibility. Um, in addition to that, we help. We also support, um, we have support for Wayfinders to help you fill out the raft applications. Um, and we have a computer lab where you can go print, fax, um, and use it for your convenience. Um, you can find all our workshops on um, enlaceholyoke.org um, and also our Facebook page usually is the best place to find how to register and how to be a part of all those great workshops we have. We tip
typically have somewhere between three and five workshops a week. Wow. You're an amazing community resource. There's so much going on in your organization. Thank you. Um, who are your staff members, Frank? And how are your, how are your services provided by your staff? And what are some of their functions? Of course. So I do want to point out that one of our staff has actually been within LASI for 25 years. Wow. Um, and that's Roy Lichtenstein. Um, Betty Lichtenstein started the organization around 30 years ago. And Roy's been with us since then. Um, he's currently our director of programs. We have Jenny, who caters to the operations of the organization. Jenny Rivera, she's also one of the city council women, so shout out to Jenny. Um, and in addition, the way our structure is kind of uh, made up is we have program managers. So at this at this point, we have Catherine um, Ramos. She runs the FRC. And there was Jose Maldonado, who um, actually just stepped out to another job, but he's been amazing. He's going to stay on with us for a few months, and he runs our um our victims grant, which is MOVA, it's also called Nuevo Camino, which means new path, um, and that's also available there. And the rest of our staff are all support staff, which means every single staff understands the resources of Noyok and tries to support as much as possible all families who come through the door and kind of guiding you through that process. And like I stated before, the House of Colors, it's also all run by youth, so it has peer leaders, so youth that are 14 years old who we pay to kind of run the space in addition with the AmeriCorps staff. Okay, wow. Uh, how, stuff. how many our staff members are there? I mean, that's quite a few folks, so more it, than I thought. So it depends. Throughout the year, um, based on grants, in January we start filling back up. So we have around eight positions open now for the Community Empowerment Lab. Mm -hmm. um, and then throughout the rest of the year, we have around 15 staff. So it can run anywhere between 15 and 30 staff. Wow. Okay. Are there particular services that are emphasized more than others at Enlace, and if so, why? I mean, I think that with their name comes that territory of Family Resource Center, right? So <laughs> um, I think it's just um, the main service that we provide is kind of guiding you and understanding the services that Holyoke's going to provide. Um, you can stop at Enlace to ask any type of question you kind of have, right? Um, mm -hmm. But in addition to that, we do focus on schools. So attendance at schools, um, CRAs, um, which is child ch children recurrent um, needs. Um, we also kind of focus on um, obviously youth leadership, which is our main focus mm -hmm. right now. We are building that youth department um, and governance and understanding how do you how do you make those decisions and how do you speak to individuals in power and how do you not alienate mm -hmm. the individual when you're trying to be that activist, right? The activist in you is coming up. So how do you handle those particular situations? So um, overall, most of our services are always individuals that have specific needs. Um, it's always kind of changing. It's always kind of a bigger need. At the moment, as you can tell, the migrant crisis is something that's definitely yeah. targeting us. So that's where our services have kind of geared towards right now. Oh, so many vibrant, important things you do. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, you mentioned youth, and LASE has dynamic youth programs. Please tell us about some of those initiatives and why working with youth is so important to you in the program. I think that um, the importance of working with youth is to understand that they're going to shape our future. And at the same time, we're shaping their future right now, right? So we need to get them to a position where they can speak to adults, get on, um, be heard by adults, and be able to understand how do we work together and not work on different silos. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's what we got involved. And also our history, right? I think that Holyoke has a vibrant history, especially I went to school in Holyoke Middle School, element, um, elementary school, middle school, and high school here. And at every point, I was presented with leadership opportunities. And um, when I look at the roster of individuals who went through the Youth Commission, who went through state programs that had youth-led um, initiatives, 
every leader that's gone through Hoyok has gone through those programs. To give you an example, Alex Morse, um, the mayor, Josh Garcia, current mayor. So Alex Morse, former mayor, the current mayor, Josh Garcia, um, Tessa um, Rambaletti also went through those programs, Jose Maldonado. So all these individuals who are now in positions of power started by learning from individuals like us. Um, and I think that that just made Holyoke better. We have the most diverse city council. Um, we have the most diverse uh, voting group, I think, in our area. And these voices need to be heard, and sometimes they feel suppressed. So I think it's our job to figure out what's the best way to move forward. And, and Lasse found that we built adults through showing them their leadership and understanding where you should be, how to be a part of different boards and stuff. And I think that with youth, we need to teach them, like, these are the possibilities, right? Because mm-hmm. they haven't experienced that yet. So our job is to help them move along. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and and Lassie is leading a new initiative focusing on youth community engagement. Uh, Mass Hire Holyoke uh, Career Center is one of your partners. Can you please provide us with an overview of this new initiative? Of course. I think that the youth, um, the community empowerment lab, kind of focuses on. Um, as you stated, community engagement, understanding governance, um, and understanding how to make decisions. Um, overall, our goal with this initiative is to have youth kind of form a project, be a part of the community, and excel at what they're really good at, which is being creative um, and being outspoken. I mm-hmm. think that um, all you need to do is give them that platform and that opportunity. Uh-huh. So with the Community Empowerment Lab, our focus is going to be to gear in towards around 15 youth. Um, with a couple other grants, we're trying to extend it to 20, but we're looking at 10 to 15 youth um, where they're going to be learning um, two days a week what um, leadership is using the um, Youth Empowering Youth um, curriculum that we currently have. And then at the local print shop, which is another one of our partners, they're going to be able to understand what marketing looks like, what mm-hmm. building a website might look like, um, creating t-shirts, right, and creating posters, and ensuring that you have the technology and um, the knowledge of that technology to be able to then execute on your idea. Mm-hmm. Whether you're going to become an activist or just run a basketball tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Um, understanding that all these skills bring you to that platform. And then at the same time with the Mass Hire Partnership, our gear is to A, have a couple of youth job fairs to expose them to the job market, but also um, get them into different internships into nonprofits. Something mm-hmm. that I think that people don't talk enough about is when a youth is applying to an Ivy League school, mm-hmm. one of the biggest um, one of the biggest um, areas where they can excel at when individuals are reviewing their applications is on community service. Mm-hmm. A lot of these individuals um, that are applying to like Harvard or an Ivy League school, they actually already started their nonprofits before they even got into college. So how do you get a Holyoke kid to start a nonprofit without understanding what a nonprofit <laughs> is for? So our goal is to not only get you into the door with the nonprofits, but get one of your um, preferred projects to be executed while you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, giving you that um, needed knowledge to show in your college application, you are now, you've now built a program within a nonprofit, you executed it on that, and what was that community feedback? Give you all that information, and when you write that college essay, it's looking great. And um, <laughs> in addition to that, we're hoping that these youth are then going to become leaders within the community, within the Holyoke Youth Commission, and being a part of boards within Holyoke. Wow, that's a quite that's a quite ambitious goal. Oh yeah, good luck with that. Um, is there, an, by the way, is there an age range for participating? Yep, so it's high school students that's starting at fourteen years old, mm-hmm. um, and we particularly are um, having kids from Holyoke apply. But there are surrounding schools who are really interested. Mm-hmm. We had this scenario where um, one of the youth from uh, Springfield School might be coming through and getting some extracurricular mm-hmm. um, credits for it. So we're just excited to be able to support. Um, our goal is not to get the smartest and the brightest. Our goal is to get the leaders of the community and that's not necessarily an academic leader it's somebody who's willing and has that mm-hmm. um, has that 
ink that they really want to mm-hmm. make a difference within their company has that passion mm-hmm. and i think that's the key word when it comes to these projects that we built youth have an amount of passion that individuals don't understand mm-hmm. and a lot of the time getting that across is something that i struggled with when i was younger mm-hmm. and i had adults to walk me through that process so i'm hoping that i can do the same for them well good luck that's a marvelous 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 goal good luck uh, you mentioned the print shop briefly, but including the print shop, who are the other community engagement partners and what are their roles? Of course. So then we have Ed Case at the um, Sheriff's Department, the Hamden County Sheriff's Department. They typically run a basketball tournament um, a couple times a year, and they partner up with us during this time to not only run a basketball tournament, but um, provide leadership mm-hmm. courses while they're going through that process. Understanding, is there any struggle that you're going on, that's going on in your family that we can support you with, and that's where Enlasi and Maskeyer Holyoke kind of step in. Um, and um, we also have, like I stated, the print shop. We have Holyoke Community College. They're going to be focusing, I think it's on 15 adults to walk them through their community leadership course, mm-hmm. and that's going to happen in the next two years. Um, so we'll have around 30 adults who've gone through this program. Um, and then we're hoping that youth that we're putting through this program feel motivated to go through the leadership program at Holyoke Community College in the future. So um, another kind of goal that we have. Okay. Well, uh, what, what, why did you choose, why did you, I, I think I'm hearing a pretty consistent theme coming through, but I'll ask the question anyway. Why did you choose a focus, a focus of building leadership skill in Holyoke and community engagement? I think as I stated, um, History says a lot about <laughs> about what works and what doesn't work. And I think that every single time there's been a focus on building youth leadership, on mm-hmm. building the, cap- the capability of um, raising your voice and getting mm-hmm. being heard by the community, yeah. um, it forms leaders out of that. It also shows off mistakes that maybe one or two that we might have. But from that we learn, and I think that um, the reason why our focus was, was A, all those past leaders that I mentioned, Josh, Alex, Tessa, Jose, um, the opportunities of higher education, right, that is something that we want you to have on your resume, Um, and the ability to mold your own future, I think Mm -hmm. that it's something that some youth feel that we've already catered to their future, and with our diverse politics and um, our differences and ideas, I think that having individual leaders who understand what's going on around them, um, and know how to execute to get things done. So, for mm-hmm. example, governance, how do you get a bill through? How do you understand who's in power? How do you get people in power? Um, understanding those, um, give them the opportunity to understand, hey, I can do this. I can be the mayor mm-hmm. of Holyoke. I can be a director. I can run a nonprofit. So um, showing them that these aren't goals that are far away. And when individuals think of what do I want to do when I grow up, a lot of the times you get the same themes. But it's because they've not been exposed to all these mm-hmm. other great opportunities that are out there. Mm-hmm. Technology is amazing, but helping your neighbor and helping your community grow and be something magical at the end of the day, I think that really forms the core of what Enlace does. Okay. And just building on that, Frank, the program calls for Enlace to teach about municipal governance, decision making, how to be a leader, participation in local activities, serving on local boards of directors of nonprofit organizations. Again, just sort of sort of reemphasis, why did you choose these goals? I think that overall, it's understanding how to play the game. (laughs) um, It took me a while to kind of get here, Um, and it takes a lot of us a while. Sometimes we feel that when you're younger, you don't, you don't think about how how do you get the food to your table. You don't think about what it takes, what decisions it takes to run through your taxes or um, purchasing a house and having the ability to purchase a home. I know those are huge things for us right now. But it's going to be even bigger just if we keep going on this um, same steady strength that 
who we're going through, everything is going to be a lot more expensive. Right now, mm-hmm. half the people can't afford a home, right? So um, we need to have people in power that understand the struggles mm-hmm. that people are going through. And I think mm-hmm. that understanding governance is the most mm-hmm. important part. Mm-hmm. How do you want to create change if mm-hmm. people in power don't resemble you? Okay. Um, and I think that what we're trying to do here, it's something that Hoyo has already tried to do in the past. Um, and, and it was very successful. The thing is, success takes time to produce right that effect that we wanted. Mm-hmm. And if I was in high school in 2008 and I graduated, and now you have Jose, who was a city councilor, um, you have Tessa, who's now the first woman to be the, pr- the president of the city council. These are all people who graduated with me, or maybe you're um, before me, but you saw the results 15 years later. Wow. So it's important to understand that what we're doing now, we won't see for another 10 or 15 years, but the results are going to be permanent and they're going to be something that's really going to make a change. I really setting a foundation for the future. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how are ch- how are youth chosen to participate? Of course. So this program, um, it's what we typically do is we do a pre-registration, which you can go online on our Facebook page and find mm-hmm. that as well. I'll actually tag it up top today and we'll have it there for the rest of the week. We're going to do uh, orientation early next week, it's my understanding, and then the following week we'll do an interview process. The key part of the interview process is to understand where these youth fall. Are these individuals who want to learn? about governance, or maybe you have to, you don't have to know anything about the subject, mm-hmm. but you're somebody who wants to make that difference in your community. So mm-hmm. that's what we're looking for, and that mm-hmm. commitment. This is a commitment for <laughs> about six months, um, and a commitment forever for the community. If you become mm-hmm. a part of the Youth Commission, you are gonna be a voice that's gonna be heard by the city council, mm-hmm. by the mayor, by individuals in power. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do that interview process to ensure that those people, um, the, the individuals chosen, are the right individuals for the job. That does not mean that individuals that weren't chosen can't apply again. We'll have this for the next um, two years and a half. So we're excited to say this is the first step in the process, see the results, and hopefully next year um, more individuals want to apply. At this point, we are looking to um, have around 15 to 20 candidates, and our pre-registration is up to 40. So excited Mm -hmm. to know that all these individuals are interested in being a part of it, Um, and I know we have a lot of work ahead of us. Okay. And you mentioned internships. Uh, What do you expect from the interns, and do they have a final project? Yep, so um, Youth Empowering youth, um, youth, which is the core curriculum that we're using for this, um, what they what it does is teach you leadership, teach you all those components that we've spoken about already, mm-hmm. and then teach you how to execute a final product. Mm-hmm. Our goal is that we're going to choose nonprofits, and we're not only choosing nonprofits, it's there's a for-profit company that fits into this, and this is what the youth wants to be a part of. Change can be made in nonprofits, for-profit, city, um, on work, or any of that. So um, our goal is to be able to get them to do one project that the organization needs. So an organization might need um, a revamp of their logo. You've learned that, right, with the print shop. Um, or the marketing strategies that come from youth, right? We need that. Um, TikTok is something that I'm not great at, but there's youth who are pretty amazing, and, and the reach in those type of platforms are huge. Sure. Um, and then the second portion is after you learned all that leadership stuff in the nonprofit, you'll be able to execute one of your plans. Mm-hmm. We're going to make a plan that obviously can be executed in a short amount of time, but that can create the largest impact. And then how do you calculate or how do you evaluate the impact that you created? Um, we're hoping that this is something we can bring back um, not only to the city, but to the state. Okay, wow. Uh, also, in separate conversations we've had, you've talked about youth leadership summits. Can you tell us more about this idea and why it's important to you? So the Youth Leadership Summit, it's something that I'm extremely excited about. I think that um, 
I don't know if you've Googled Youth Leadership Summits or conferences, <laughs> but most of them are geared towards religious entities, and again, um, all for it, but there is not much for leadership. And when there is, the cost of these conferences are huge, and most of our youth can't afford to go or stay at a place for a long period of time. We're still planning it out. We're still looking if it's going to be a one-day conference or a two-day conference. Mm-hmm. Um, but what the conference is going to be made of is you'll come to Holyoke. Mm-hmm. We'll show you the beauty of Holyoke by taking you over to local businesses, mm-hmm. understanding where governance happened, meeting the mayor, being a part of what um, Holyoke is all about from okay. uh, um, volleyball hall of fame all the way to rock climbing there's a couple of places i didn't even know existed <laughs> and it's our job to expose that right so we want to document that go to a couple nonprofits, be a part of it and then um we are going to run something that's called a model un i don't know if you've heard of it before um but our goal there is to give you different scenarios that happen within the cities any city not mm-hmm. just Hollywood. okay and then how would a youth handle it like have you ever asked a youth how would you handle the migration issue mm-hmm. right they might have a totally different idea. Our hope is to be able to send that idea not only to the mayor, but maybe even to the governor to understand what our youth really think about how things are running. We won't go into politics, but we will be going into human need. What do humans need to stay alive? What do they need to function within the city? And our job is to say, hey, this youth had a whole totally different idea than the way we decided to to run it. And it might be something that works and might not be something that works, but getting the idea out there and being able to be exposed, I think it's gonna create a larger impact. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you want us to know about the community engagement initiative? I mean, um, overall, I think that what I want the community to know is that this isn't something set in stone by us. If there is something that you feel um, at home or where you're hearing this right now um, that can change or that can create a larger impact, let us know. And Lasse mm-hmm. um, was created to serve the community. Mm-hmm. Our, we do have a steering committee that's all made of parents, and we're hoping that maybe in the future youth can um, create their own steering committee for Enlace. Every decision that I make for the organization comes from this steering committee. Mm-hmm. We do not move forward without them saying, this is something the community needs. Um, and youth development was something that they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, rent assistance is something that they wanted. So voice your um, concerns. If you have an issue, if you see something that needs to be changed, or if you see something that's really working but you're not seeing enough of it, reach out to us. Um, our phone number is 413-532-9300. Um, you can also reach me at frank at enlacedefamilias.org. Um, and that is the best way to just voice your concern. You don't even have to be a part of it. You can just tell us what you think. It's something that can work. Holyoke has some amazing things. And our and the view that we're getting from other cities isn't the best. So our job is to make sure that the youth uh, have as much support as possible and also to help parents kind of live life. I think it's a, it's a difficult time we're living in but when you look at the beauty of what Holyoke's been able to make in the last few mm-hmm. years and in its history yeah. um, we've come out with first we've come out with the youngest mayor we've come out with the first um, woman president here in on um, the city council we've come out with the most diverse city council mm-hmm. I mean there's a lot of firsts that mm-hmm. we've done for this city and Holyoke which um, is the birthplace of volleyball which is my favorite sport um, <laughs> we come up with amazing things that the world doesn't know about and as we continue to build leadership within Holyoke. That's just going to expand throughout Western Mass, so we can be a really strong city when it comes to the future. Okay. Uh, what partnerships or collaborations does Enlacet Familias have with other organizations or agencies here in the Holyoke area? We have time to name them all. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm going to name think- some of the newer ones, I think. Um, I think Mass Hair Holyoke has always been a partner of Enlacet from the moment I moved here, I understood that Mass Hero was a huge partner, which was back in 2017 after um, studying in Puerto Rico. Um, I know that we just started today 
our first partnership with um, Hoya Community College. Okay. We're providing ESOL classes at um, in Lasse for mm-hmm. um, migrant families that are coming through. Um, so far, we have around 20 individuals in that class, um, but we have a waiting list of about 40. So the need is there. Um, we also have partnerships, as I stated, with the print shop. We have mm-hmm. partnerships um, with DCF, the Department of Children and Families, Hoya Public Schools. Anybody who wants to partner up with Enlace, we typically say yes. Um, families first. Anybody who, who really needs that. And I think that we learn when we partner together. And since I took over mm-hmm. the role around two years ago, my goal has been to partner up as much as possible because I think that um, I don't have the answers to everything. So it's easy to work with individuals who have the same passion or some strive that um, we have Okay. Approximately how many people annually participate in your various programs? Are some programs more popular than others? It depends what programs we have running. So, for example, our numbers were a bit skewed last year because we did have this food initiative, which we're crossing our fingers Mm -hmm. that might come back. Um, And the food initiative alone, we served around 4,000 individuals. Um, With all instant services, we've been around 6,000. To give you a reference, when I started, we were serving, mind you, it was COVID, but even before that, Mm -hmm. I think we were serving a... Hurricane Maria was the highest we served, but it was somewhere between 350 to 1,000. So to 6,000 in two years, I think that um, we are extremely thankful for mm-hmm. individuals considering us their go-to family resource center. That's an amazing growth. Wow. Congratulations Thank on that. That, that. that means a lot. Alasi uh, was at the forefront of providing aid and services to folks coming to Holyoke because of Hurricane Maria and several years back. It was outstanding work. Everyone knew the tremendous job that Alasi did at that point in time. Are you now involved in any way with recent with the recent migrants uh, immigration into Massachusetts? So yes, I think that. Um it's all hands on deck <laughs> when it comes to that. Um, I have not met an agency that has not in some way um, participated in supporting migrants who come. But just to give you a brief history, when Hurricane Mayor hit, which that's when I came, um, in Lasse and Massachusetts Holyoke and the Health Center um, provided me with this opportunity to work with the community at that point. And to give you some numbers, in Lasse provided around 5,000 services at that point and serviced around 1,500 individuals mm-hmm. for that particular issue. We, yeah. were, um, we received more families in Massachusetts than any other place in Massachusetts and were the highest places where families were moving to. Um, that type of service that we provide is the needed service at that moment. So mm-hmm. when you think of Enlace, when fires come up, when immigrants are coming in, when individuals are homeless, so these are all issues that we're all going through right now, right? Um, mm-hmm. We are at the forefront of that. Individuals okay. come to us for everything. It could be four o'clock on a Friday and we're about to go and we get two families who need to be placed somewhere. Yeah. And it's our job to make sure that happens. So our work right now with the migrant crisis that, that, that's going on is understanding, can you find a job? Where can you stay for today? What shelters are supporting you? Are they providing the support you need? Um, what can Enlace do without doubling the services mm-hmm. that are already out there? Um, and who can we partner up with to ensure that all these services are being met, um, met when mm-hmm. they're meeting the needs of these families? Um, a couple of things that people don't understand is these families come home with a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. And then our way of raising kids is different than um, the cultural sensitivity of it. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to say that um, in every way, shape, or form, Enlace is trying to meet these standards. And when we hear something out there that they need support with um, or that anybody needs support with unless it's going to be that agency that's going to flip everything around to ensure that that need is being met. Okay. Frank, how can community members or businesses get involved in supporting Alasia to Familia's mission? I mean, overall, donations are awesome. 
Um, but the way that um, unless it kind of works is you are going to have a registration form now on our page. Um, if you go to get involved on the enlaceholio.org, mm-hmm. um, you'll be able to find just a quick um, Excel um, Google form that you can fill out and kind of fit in just let us know what you're good at and what you want to be a part of. Other than that, you can always call 413-532-9300 and Vicky or Jace, who are the individuals who work up front and do a fantastic job, we'll be able to kind of guide you through that process. We do um, food events when they come up again. We do different, um, our youth um, summit is coming up um, at the end of um, this fiscal year, so somewhere around May to June. We're going to need a lot of help with that. Um, and these bigger events, um, we do a Halloween event, Christmas events. We partner up with um, One Holyoke, Nueva Esperanza, to ensure that we can support them in their events. So we send our volunteers there, and we also um, are a big pride um, community. So we do support the volunteers for Holyoke Pride. That's what mm-hmm. um, that's what I'm the share of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also host the Youth Queer Prom that's hosted by Enlace de Familias. That's also going to happen in June. Um, and this year should be bigger than ever. So um, to get involved, just give us a quick um, call at 413-532-9300. And we'll be happy to put you to work. Wow. Okay. I'm sure you will. <laughs> Frank, is there anything else our listeners should know about Enlace de Familias or that you would like to emphasize about it or the community engagement project today? I mean, I just want to do a big shout out to our staff, I think. Okay. Um, they go out of their way to ensure that services are being met, working on Saturday, Sunday. I mean, when individuals are in hotels, the work never stops, right? Um, when the end of, when individuals in this community are in need, our staff steps up. And we also have our issues, right? So mm-hmm. it's nice to see individuals with their passion and um, unwavering support of what the community wants and being a part of that. So not much to say. I think I said most of it here. But yeah. if I can think something is our partners, our staff, and any community member who goes out of their way to support. Um, big shout out to Priscilla Rivera. I know that she is always going off and supporting every organization she can and those are the individuals we definitely want to recognize okay well again thank you we've been talking today with frank martinez executive director of enlace de familias thank you again frank for joining us today it's it's much appreciated and you know your advocacy and your support for the community you know and truly it should be it should be admired by so many different kinds of people you. you do tremendous work here in holyoke and thank you for doing it um and a quick reminder, uh, folks, that you can access Mass Hire Holyoke's Resource Center and Counseling Services at the Mass Hire Holyoke offices at 850 High Street. To learn more, please call 532-4900, 532-4900, or visit our website at masshireholyoke.org, masshireholyoke.org. And don't forget that Mass Hire Holyoke's Youth and Business Centers now are in the STEAM Building at 208 Race Street, also here in Holyoke. Again, thank you for joining uh, today's Mass Hire Career Corner. We'll see you next time. Take care and stay well. Stay well. Okay.